Welcome to Barbatus Catholic Podcast, the show where three Mexican dads talk about faith, life, and culture. We are your hosts, Gustavo, Ivan, and Walter. And today we are going to talk about the Via Crucis, or Stations of the Cross. But first, a word from our sponsor. Our sponsor for this episode is Don Taco Mobile Taco Stand. If you're looking for the best tacos in the valley, look no further. Let Don Taco cater your next event, whether it's a birthday party, quinceañera, or a wedding. They will bring to you the tastiest tacos made with the freshest of ingredients. Book them today. Go to dontacocatering.com to learn more. You can also follow them on Instagram at dontacomts. And now, to the show. Do you remember fish fry? I, I miss fish fry. fry. I miss it. Dude, fish fry is like not only do you eat, I mean, I'm not I'm not a big it's fan of fellowship. fish. It is. It's the fellowship. Mm. I love I love shrimp and the fish. All that. See, I'm not a big fan of fish. I love fish fry. Yeah. I love fish fry. Wait, so what do you have on uh Fridays on Lent? Shrimp? Oh. Yeah. Fish itself like salmon things like that. I don't know. I'm not, I'm just not a big fan, but you know, shrimp, lobster, um you know we we really miss saint joan of arc's um fish fry with covid and everything i don't think that's going to be a thing this year either but um did man. we have fish fry last year yeah i think it was, it was canceled a week. after a week mm-hmm. after a week so we had it for like a week yeah right? i remember yeah, yeah i remember me picking it up because everything was starting to yeah. like spike. And I was like, ah, we got to have fish fry. So what if we just pick it up and take it home? Yeah. And, and I think we did that for the first week. And then they like allegedly the claim to fame of uh, St. John of Arc's fish fry is that the best parish fish fry in the valley. That's true. You can Google it. Mm-hmm. Um, We're number one. Shout out to. We're number one. <laughs> Shout out to Deacon, now Deacon Andy Lambros for uh, putting the logistics together. And the Knights of Columbus, they do a great job with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Like, there was this one guy that got there, um, I think a day late mm-hmm. to fish fry. So he got there like on a Saturday <laughs> after the fish fry had ended. So. He he had heard about it, like you said, right? He just uh-huh. like word of mouth. He said, "Is it true that they have a fish fry here?" And I'm like, "Yeah, on it's, Fridays. It's on Fridays, and yesterday was the last one." He's like, "Well, when no. when does it kick up again?" It's like next year. Next year, <laughs> you're literally like, this is the day after the last fish fry of the season of the year, like, and the guy Easter. was like, "Ah," oh. <laughs> he's like, "Do you know of any other?" I'm like. Not no. really. We'll Not see a you Catholic here. church. We'll see you here next year, sir. Long John Silvers. <laughs> Please don't demand us. Long yeah, yeah. No, no, sue. Don't sue us. Sue us. Thank you. See, English is a second language. Yeah. The, yeah. Translating literally from Spanish. Exactly. This is what you get at Barbatos Catholic Podcast. Yeah, it's Spanish. It's like Rosetta Stone. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You learn a little bit of Spanish along the way. And this is the third episode that we are recording today so yeah it's been energy is 
starting to decline. But, you know, uh, <laughs> what are we talking about today? We are talking about Stations of the Cross. And that's like, I would, uh, I would say that it was like, they go hand in hand. You, you go and gorge yourself with shrimp or, or fish at the fish fry. And then you go and, and, and pray the Stations of the Cross, right? Which right is, coming back to that comment, it's... Gorge. What do you, yeah, what do you guys think? Because I kind of feel guilty going to fish fry because on Friday, right? I mean, we usually fast on Friday. And abstain. And abstain, obviously. And But then we go to fish fry and, I mean, I blame the church <laughs> uh, that makes us do this. Well, no, I know. It's like Deanna and I have the same predicament because we're like, well, you know, we're giving to the church because, you know, we're buying the meal there and uh, is, is going to, to the church. And I'm like, okay, yes, like that's to appease our conscience. But I think that the, the way that you can make it a little bit less, feeling less guilty because, you know, Catholic guilt is real um just you know make it your only meal of the day that's what i usually do but and still, maybe get the rice instead of the fries because you know who likes okay rice? you're pushing it you're pushing i know it. i know their wild rice is pretty good it is. yeah so i mean it's not like who i don't remember who who this was it's one of the saints that used to put ashes on his food so he, he he wouldn't enjoy it um so it was just like fuel yeah but anyways it's it, it's the little joys in in lent um i don't know i don't think that i answered your question i just like gave a, an example <laughs> no i know it. but it uh, it's it is like a little too good because yeah. i love fried fish I like fish tacos yeah i love fried fish yeah. man or lobster I mean, if you get a lobster roll on Fridays at Lent, like that better be your only meal of the day because yeah. it's so rich. It's the only one I can afford <laughs> for that day. Oh, for that day. Yeah. yeah. Like if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out and get a lobster roll. <laughs> That's true. That's how you roll. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things I love about you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stations of the Cross. <laughs> Okay, so where also the... hold up. It's kind yeah. of weird. So like if you go to fish fry <laughs> and then you know that the stations of the cross is at seven. Yeah. But some people are like, oh, let's go to fish fry. But then let's go home and not stay for the stations of the cross. It feels kind of weird. Well, yes, but when you have screaming children that's, that cannot stay That's very true. You know. And you know what that kind of hasn't been my experience because so we had Lily in on in January. Um, so we, we did have our, f technically like our first fish fry, but then the next one, like it was during the pandemic. So mm -hmm. we, we kind of weren't, no, we didn't really have that because Lily was so little. So I can kind of see that. Yeah. Like we tried children. with, with Oliver and Amelia, but that with, with three, I don't think. But so. I would still feel, I would feel so weird. Like I'm going to go to fish fry. Oh, stations of the cross. Oh, look, I have to go home. Like, oh, it's like I'm too full to yeah. kneel and get up 14 times. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe eat half of your fish fry and then save the rest so you have like the stamina and you're not like 
comatose during the prayers. I don't know. <laughs> but that's, there's no RIP fish fry. Anyways. I know. Where stations. Stations. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, where does it come from? And so we know that we are preparing in this time of Lent to celebrate the passion, death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And um, this devotion to the Stations of the Cross comes from the Via Sacra or the Via Dolorosa, which are the are 14 actual places in Jerusalem um, that go from the Praetorium of Pilate to Jesus' tomb. And um, in the show notes, we'll put a link to like a three-minute uh, video that uh, shows you all of the places. Um, so what, what started happening is that um, people started, Christians started building shrines um, and, and chapels in um, in these places to commemorate Jesus's passion. So um, a lot of faithful would go on pilgrimages to the Holy Land and retrace the steps of of Jesus um, going from um, the Praetorium to to Calvary. Um, and there was like this beautiful thought of like Mary being the first one to do Stations of the Cross, like reliving that, um, uh, the footsteps of her son going into Calvary, which is like, um, I don't know if like, there's any um, historical record of it, but just thinking about it, it I, it's, it's very beautiful to think that mm -hmm. she would do that. Yeah. I mean, it's Mary, come on. Mm -hmm. um, so around the Middle Ages, um, the Holy Land became pretty volatile and um, the pilgrims weren't giving access that easily. So um, the Franciscans and others um, through Europe started building chapels and shrines to replicate um, the same sites in Jerusalem. So then you get people building um, those uh, 14 uh, places, recreating them outside of Jerusalem. And around the 17th century, um, Pope Innocent XI, one of the last bearded popes, by the way, there which we need to make an episode on bearded popes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like around the 17th century, like popes stopped. Just went soft. Yeah. <laughs> like clean shaven. Anyways, um, that doesn't mean that they are less holy, but you know, if you look at the 17th century and back, there were popes with like really, really awesome beards. Anyway, tangent. Um, Pope Innocent the Eleventh, um, around the 17th century, granted the request from the Franciscans to grant the same indulgences that were given to pilgrims to the, to going to the Holy Land. Um, and that's around the time that um, this tradition of having um, these 14 sculptures or like milestone, how, how else would you describe it? Statues in some places, plaques. Uh, uh, yeah, scenes. Scenes. It, it can be called it. a scene, yeah. Um, 
it started to be um something that was widespread in in the church which you think about it is like uh several centuries old um which i didn't know when i was reading all of this and now like it makes a lot of sense um when you think about um the account of the of the gospel that says uh, everything that happened with jesus's um passion so i'll be honest and say that uh, stations of the cross is not something that i pray outside of lent you know it's not like a devotion that that i have uh have you had an experience with uh, stations of the cross and in, in relieving the passion of uh of christ in your life of prayer i mean not outside of lent like you said it um i think um yeah i've only ever really done the stations of the cross um during lent um and then i think i've done it a, f a few times you know on retreats or something like that mm -hmm. we usually like lead the teens through through the stations of the cross But what I can really think of is uh, on Good Friday <clears throat> at our parish, we have the, the life stations of the cross. Yeah. Um, and like Gustavo was talking about in his in our last episode. Um, and he, yeah, like I, I've been a part of the, the life stations and, and it's it's really. Oh, you were Barabbas, right? Yeah, I was Barabbas one year and you were a soldier, actually. And I remember you were super intense. Yeah, I got kind of scary into it. You got really into it. Which I was, yeah. I, I feared for the actor playing Jesus at some point <laughs> during the, the the live. I mean, stations. I have a background in musical theater, so you know, I was just you know giving it all to my character. It's true. Remind me about a dream that I had about theater and you. It was pretty funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, it, that's that's been my my experience just doing the life stations, the live stations of the cross. Um. And it's something very powerful for me. And not just for me, but like everyone. I mean, we get a crowd that goes yeah. to watch this. Um, and they and it happens every year. And it's, uh, you know, we, it's just, it's so moving. It's so powerful. Um, yeah, I think it's one thing to read about it and pray with it. But, but to actually when, see it. Yeah, when you see mm -hmm. like actual people. uh leaving it and and that's a great thing that i mean i i love so many things about our our parish um uh, saint john of Arc, but um yeah just having that experience of um doing live stations of the cross and um and seeing it um which to be honest i thought that it was just like a mexican thing <laughs> but it is um universal like like the church is Um, in fact, I don't know if you, you guys know this, but they're like one of the most famous Via Crucis in the world is in, in Mexico City in this uh, uh, place called Iztapalapa. And it's, it's, a, it's a borough in, in Mexico City. And we'll probably put like a, a link to a YouTube video of um, the one in 2019 um, to the point where like, local tv channels like uh big network television 
um, covers the event and then like narrates mm -hmm. what what's happening. Um, and, and you see like the seas of people um, participating in this, which is like something really wonderful. And they even do like interviews with the guy that is uh, playing the role of Jesus in in the recreation um they started to to make like this really big production one in monterrey as well in my hometown um and one of my uncles was part of it and so i was like really proud of him for for doing that um really great efforts to bring to life um that very special moment of the life of jesus where you know he died for all of our sins um And, and it's a very good reminder of um, what our faith is about because we uh, proclaim Jesus resurrected uh, from the dead, right? That is like John Paul II said, um, we are an Easter people and hallelujah is our song. Or hallelujah is our song. This hallelujah sounds... Uh, separated brother. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. But uh, uh, yeah, I I I think that that is like something there that at least me personally I haven't tapped in to like dwelling into the the passion of Christ because mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of like it's uncomfortable to yeah. to think of Jesus in Gethsemane sweating blood, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, And then you have like religious orders like the Passionists, like Saint Gemma Galgani, um, who would get like horrible headaches, you know. And, and, but like she was really into like um, the Passion of the Christ. Those I, th I think that that's like um, the challenge or where I think well just the three of us to have like a deeper devotion to the passion of Christ I guess if that's a thing yeah I, I think it's been as I've been growing my faith I've come to live the passion uh, more accurately I want to say it you know because I've been putting myself more in that kind of like when you do like um Lexio Divina, mm -hmm. right? That the the part of Lexio Divina as we discuss is that you 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 put yourself in that situation in that passage that you're reading. So I've I've tried to do more of that um each Lent. And it's really um helpful to walk when you're praying stations of the cross, which is what most parishes do, right? You process around your parish or your church uh and and you make the stops and you kneel and so it's it's you're also praying with your body because you're kneeling and standing multiple times like you mentioned 14 times essentially right and and it's it's really vivid uh to do it that way um i i have really fond memories from when i was a kid and in, in youth group because that was one of the biggest things we did during the 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 year was uh put together stations because we would actually walk it 
Um, I think you mentioned um, in the last episode that it's like, I don't know, a couple of miles, three miles maybe that we walk from from one church to the other. And it's really cool in my hometown of Nogales. It's, um, if you're familiar with it, it's it's full of hills, right? Nogales is like uh, a city that's just made in between all these tiny hills. Um, Lomas, we call them, right? Um, and my church where I grew up and where I was an altar server and did my first communion is on top of this hill. So actually walking the stations or, or, or walking the Via Crucis um, got really real because we would, we would have to walk uphill for the last 10 or so minutes. Mm. And, and the church would overlook kind of like a great part of, of the town. Um, and so you would really, and, and we would put the three crosses right at the edge of, of the parking lot, essentially of, of the church. Shout out to Cristo Rey, by the way, um, <laughs> which is my home church. And, and that always gave me like a sense of like, this is what it was like, because I mean, and, and for those who are familiar with Mel Gibson's The Passion, you see that it's right on the edge of like this hill and this cliff, right? And so that representation for us was we really put a lot of effort into it because the whole, like a lot of people around town would, would join the procession. And, and kids would really get into it because you would do it with the kids of, of youth group. And like this one time they were hitting him for real, mm. you know, and like after the, the, the whole production or whatever, this guy was actually like really hurt from the back and the cross was really heavy. So to a certain point, we try to instill that in whoever was part of the cast to make sure that they lived it as well. Right to make it an experience of Absolutely. of not necessarily like you're not putting on a show, but you want to make sure that you are uh, experiencing a little bit of whatever your role is, it, it, whether you're Veronica or whether you're like the Weeping Women, or whether you're like the soldier. Think about what that role means in your life and how it it can help you this Lent and living yeah. out Easter. So I have very fond memories about uh, Via Crucis. Uh, when I was growing up, it's something that I re really miss, you know, when we moved up here to Phoenix, because down in the galas, they, they did it every, every year. And I think it was Ivan's the one, the first one that I saw at St. Joan that I was like, well, this is, this is great. This is good. You know, there's a little resemblance we did in the courtyard. So I kind of missed the fact that we were processing out on the streets, mm -hmm. um, but but no via cruces and and stations um after fish fry it's it's a must you know we really really enjoy it yeah what's in, what's the name of the, when you said the about the characters um what's the name of the centurion that says this truly was the son of god he has a name i forgot his name it starts with an l Man, I can look him up if you want. Yeah, it starts with a noun. Google that. Um, but um, but yeah, I, uh, because that was my line in the Via Crucis. I was like, "This truly was the Son of God." Mm -hmm. We uh, would always tell the actors. We would we would say, you know, there's going to be times where you might get whipped for real, like yeah. you might get hit. Just take it. Yeah. Um, pray with that. 
with that paint. Uh, the cross that we used was super heavy. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you remember no, it's, it's, carrying it's, the cross at all. Like, it was heavy. And so it's the, very sizable. The, 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 the actor who would, ha- who would have to play Jesus. Was it Longinus? Yes. Longinus. Yeah. I knew it started with an L. Yeah. Um, do you guys ever... Conversion story. Yeah. Right then and there. I always try to watch The Passion of the Christ on Good Friday. I was Every gonna say Good that. Friday. Is that a tradition for That's you That's a tradition Every for Every Good Friday. Ever <laughs> since it came out, it's just... Deanna Man. cannot stand the how the the scene about like the the, the devil um, well that and um the scourging at the pillar. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Man, that just... My mom has never seen it to this day. She 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 said I cannot I cannot sit through that. See, that's the thing. Like she would be too um impacted by it, I think. She said she would Absolutely. she would she she would she told me she will never see that movie. And I, I don't want to say that Mel Gibson's The Passion is gory, but I would say that it's a very accurate description. Like, mm-hmm. if you think about scourging, that was uh, a punishment that would be uh, administered to someone. Like, they would, they could get killed just from the scourging. Correct. So. The fact that um, he gets like a double whammy, right? Uh, uh, that sounds awful to say about the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> he had like, um, yes, go ahead. Well, I <clears throat> I went to film school for a little bit because I, I wanted to be a director when when I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I was going to film school, like I, you know, they they told us to get a movie and kind of, you know, study everything from a filmmaker's perspective, right. cinematography, all that. And I picked the passion because, you know, <clears throat> the school that I went to, it was a very secular school, but I, I was, you know, I had my reversion and I was practicing my faith. So I just, I really wanted to keep that. So I picked the passion. So I watched it so many times, but I watched it because I'm the kind of person that will buy the Blu-ray or the DVD and we'll watch the extra scenes because I love how movies are made. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing everything that Jim Caviezel went through while filming this movie yeah, was that's pretty intense. insane. Got struck by lightning, right? Yeah, he got struck by lightning. He dislocated his shoulder. Uh, some of the scenes where he was getting whipped, like some of those scenes, he actually got hit. So they just kind of made like prosthetics or like a bruises next to those real bruises. Mm. Um, when he's carrying the cross on the Via Dolorosa, like, the scene where the cross when he when he when he falls in front of Mary, mm-hmm. that scene where the cross falls on him and you can see like blood coming out, that's that's real. His blood. That's actually his blood. Like they the I guess the other actors didn't catch the cross and it it fell on him. I mean, he went through he went through the passion in a way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he did a great job. Oh my gosh. Every time I like when, when I'm in prayer, when I think of, you know, when I think of the face of Jesus, for some reason, I always think I always see Jim Caviezel's face. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just kind of, it's a, it's a good visual for me, but yeah, the passion is one of those movies where every, every good Friday I try to watch it because it's, it's a good reminder. You know, we, we know, we know our faith. We know what the Lord did for us. Uh, and his ultimate sacrifice, and it's just—it's a beautiful reminder. And it's never, um, it doesn't grow old. 
Absolutely terms, not. In terms of filmmaking, I, I mean, I'm I'm a movie buff. I really like movie. I'm like you. I'm like a movie geek in terms of like, like when the Lord of the Rings came out, I, I have like the extended editions. They're I coming went, up with the 4K. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. We got that's a, my next purchase. Yeah, after Exodus ninety. <laughs> but we. I I just really I love sure the you were process. Say again that I haven't seen Return of the King and rub it in. <laughs> but thank you for not. The 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 process of filmmaking is just very very um, appealing to me, and so the fact that for me the passion is just a flawless movie, from every angle. Um, one of my favorite scenes is that I can see it. I could draw it for you if I close my eyes. Right, is when. Jesus dies, and then the camera just pans up to the sky, and then the the scene kind of blurs, and then it 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 you notice that it's a drop of of rain. The, the first drop of rain is like God cried, and boom, and then everything just like starts shaking. But that view from the sky down on Calvary, for me, it's like movie mag movie magic so the that's a that's a that's such a, a great scene mm -hmm. um and then did you see how they made it like the no. whole dude you, you i, I need to watch it. the extras youtube it it's super <laughs> yeah. cool um the actress who played mary i don't know what it is about her she is just beautiful like that actress like she mm -hmm. she looks so motherly she looks like like yeah, like she looks like Mother Mary. Mm -hmm. The scene that always, always like it just strikes me is when he dies, he gets taken down mm -hmm. from the cross, and they recreate the pi the, the, the pieta, pieta. Mm -hmm. and like the way she like looks at him, and then she just looks straight into the camera, yeah. and I know. just like the camera just like backs away, and you just I don't know, just to me that like she just she is mother mary yeah. to me. like she looks just she's so beautiful it, it's such a good reminder like you said i think reminder is a really good way of putting it uh the other thing that we've been doing for a couple of years is um so we stopped watching like when when lent starts we just quit kind of like what you guys are doing with Exodus 90 right every secular movie secular music mm -hmm. we try to like fast from all that stuff during during I mean, lent and especially during holy week um but we do incorporate like movies and and music, obviously, um, to to make us go through Lent and go through that Holy Week. Um, and Jesus of Nazareth is another really good one. I was gonna say, like, if you didn't have the Passion, which one would you would you pick? Jesus of Nazareth, because you can watch it with like little kids to a, to an extent. Mm -hmm. I don't know how little your kids can be before they watched Jesus of Nazareth. But the, the cool thing about that is I think it was a TV made for TV movie. So it's like different installments. So you can watch it like in the course of five days. And um, because it's so long, it's like eight hours. I think it's the length really? of the movie. Yeah. Eight or six hours, something yeah. like that. I've never seen it back to back. I think like I've seen excerpts from it that goes through the whole life of yeah, Jesus? essentially, yeah. Nice. So we watch like an hour a night, you know, and we split it up into however many of those. I don't know if it's a six or an hour movie, but it's pretty long. Um, and and that also like 
uh, it's a great storytelling, you know. Uh, we're kind of bothered about the, how blue-eyed Jesus is in it. <laughs> uh, but once you see past through that, and, and, and it's a pretty good movie. Nice. Yeah, I think that the, um, um, all of these things really can help anybody um, be more aware of... Um, you know, the great sacrifice that Jesus made for us, um, dying on the cross and redeeming mankind, um, taking this thing out of death. Um, you know, it's like the, the battle was won there, done. Um, but now it is our job to... Not only remember that and and strive for holiness so we can get to our final destination in heaven with with Jesus, um, but um, to use these prayers, these movies. Obviously, if you can pray Stations of the Cross, and I mean, watch the movie; it's good. It's it's a good. Would that be considered Visio Divina if you watch the movie and pray? Maybe. <laughs> um, But um, definitely having always a disposition of conversion as you are watching um, or consuming these uh, movies, uh, praying with the Stations of the Cross, uh, I think watching it live, uh, meaning um, in the Holy Land, um, just like the um, all of the places uh, where Jesus set foot like i haven't been to the holy land but hope one day um bucket list uh, to to get there and uh just going into the um, i don't know if it's a basilica of the sepulcher of christ and just like looking at that um slab of uh stone where his body was was laid to rest Um, and then after that, you get like so many other things, like you know, like the uh, um, uh, the shroud of Turin, and then um, what's the other one with Jesus's face is imprinted in? Someone I thought that was the shroud of Turin. Oh, so but there's another one where like the one where his body was wrapped in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's escaping me. Yeah. Anywho. Um, the point is, during this Lent, pray the Stations of the Cross um, every Friday. And then outside of um, Lent, why not start start a devotion to the Passion of the Christ every Friday, you know, during the year? Could be. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Might try it out. Um, So a couple of things um, I'll just point out. One, one, one year we did, this is pre-COVID, uh, we went to Canaan in the desert. Have you guys been there? It's this little garden uh, it's right around the area where we all live. It's uh, here in North Phoenix? Phoenix, yeah. Oh, really? You know, it's, it's a beautiful little like garden, prayer garden, um, which has like a pathway with the stations. Mm. Um so we did that like on Good Friday one year. 
uh, amazing to think that we were hot while doing it because we went like around 11 a.m. And it's it's open. You know, I think um, the Evangelical Sisterhood of Mary, uh, we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, but it's just a beautiful place to be. Uh, and just we did the rosary there uh, while walking the stations. Um, and the other thing we did last year because of COVID is because we couldn't go to the church um, is we did like the kids draw, drew up their own stations and put it in the backyard. We just put it in the backyard. Yeah, that was beautiful. And that was awesome, you know, because we, we, we did it every Friday and um, similar, I mean, sans fish fry. Um, We did fish sticks, but, (laughs) (laughs) but no, it's just really nice to see them like all, positioned uh, uh, along our yard and ideally that's one goal that that we have for our backyard to make it like a like a little prayer garden essentially to to have a, a more robust stations uh that we buy and then not that my kids aren't like cute as a button you know those drawings but um, i mean they are pretty they cute. are pretty cute but we would like to have like something more um stationary that that's always there uh, so stationary. we can <laughs> so so we can always have that devotion uh available for us um but check your parish you know like our at saint joan of arc they have stations uh, we cheated on, on, and in we the went courtyard on on good friday and we were praying just a family yeah um but yeah definitely a, a really good devotion to to get into um I just thought of um, something that uh, a little Solanus story. Um, remember the story that Gustavo talked about in the very first episode about the couple that went in and then he talked to them for like three hours. And when the other brother went to close up, they were just leaving. Yes. Okay. So at the end, there was like this interaction between the brother and Solanus. And the brother was like, oh, you know, sorry that you couldn't retire early to go to sleep and get some rest. And Solanus said, well, yeah, but even when um, before Jesus um, fell on the way to Calvary for the third time, he stopped to talk to the weeping women. And I was like, wow, that is so fantastic to think like, and that is like, I'm assuming that he most have had um, stations of the cross or the passion of the Christ very present in his life as a religious. So he could pull from that to think about how um, even in the midst of this physical agony and suffering, he was still giving, (laughs) I mean, he was giving himself out of all of himself to us. He still took the time to talk to the weeping women. To console them. To console them. Not only talk to them, to console them. Um, So, yeah. That's uh, just mind blown. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Final thoughts? Um, I mean, I just, I feel like the, 
Stations of the Cross really humble you and just really makes you just kind of take a step back and just view everything. Um, there really is no, there's no Catholic faith. There is pretty much no church if it's not for the, for the Via Crucis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, uh, it's so beautiful to see what the Lord did. And it's so beautiful to be able to recreate that with your family, by yourself, with your parish community. It's always something that it's going to be so powerful and everyone's going to see it a different way, but it's just a beautiful reminder. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Barbatos Catholic podcast, the show where three Mexican dads talk about faith, life, and culture. If you like the show, please consider subscribing to the podcast, sharing it on social media, leaving a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, and recommending it to your friends and family. And if you didn't like it, well, just mom's the word, just keep it to yourself and let others make their own mistakes. Um, You can follow us on Instagram at Barbatos Catholic Podcast. You can send us an email at hello at barbatoscatholicpodcast.com on the web. We are at www.barbatoscatholicpodcast.com where you'll find the show notes for this episode and more. And as always, blessed Solanus Casey, pray Pray for for us. us. Until the next time.